Welcome to Moments of Truth. I'm your host, G.T. Stikes. The purpose of Moments of Truth is to give you a few minutes of encouragement by providing simple truths from God's Word, identified and explained from a biblical worldview. Now, for today's focus, I want to look more towards the beginning of Jesus' life. Now, let's go over to Luke chapter 2 and verse 41. And we see Jesus has reached the age of 12 years old, and his parents are going to Jerusalem for the yearly feast of the Passover. Now, they celebrate as a family, and then the parents leave and later discover that Jesus is not with them. Now, just to clarify, this isn't like the classic Christmas movie, Home Alone, where their parents accidentally leave their child at home because of the hurry that they're in. It was typical in these days that the Jews would travel in caravans of people when they were going to Jerusalem or returning home. Now, there is greater strength in numbers to care for each other on the journey and to aid in the event of bandits. I am sure as Joseph and Mary were leaving, the assumption was that Jesus was with the rest of the group. So let's read together, starting in verse 41, and we're going to read 41 through 50. And it says, his parents, speaking of Jesus, Jesus' parents, went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem according to the custom of the feast. When they had finished the days, as they returned, the boy Jesus lingered behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother did not know it. But supposing him to have been in the company, they went a day's journey and sought him among their relatives and acquaintances. So when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem seeking him. Now so it was that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, both listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers. So when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Look, your father and I have sought you anxiously. And Jesus said to them, Why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? But they did not understand the statement which he spoke to them. Now, I actually see three things that we can learn from Christ in this passage. Number one, Jesus is very humble. And think about this for a moment. Jesus is literally God in the flesh. Now, the Bible doesn't tell us if Jesus had all the knowledge of God from his birth or if it came over time or what. And what we do know is that even here at age 12, Jesus knew profoundly more than most. As he was sitting with the teachers and wise men in Jerusalem, this is a place that only the most knowledgeable could be. But Jesus doesn't throw his credentials around. He doesn't name drop. He doesn't come across as holier than anyone else. He instead is patient and he is humble before others, even to his earthly parents as he submits to their guidance and authority. Number two, we see here that Jesus is very respectful. And again, Jesus is the Son of God, God in the flesh. And yet, in humility and in respect, he both asks questions and listens to the answers and the teachings of these wise men. Now, we don't see Jesus belittling anyone. We simply see him listening and asking questions. And notice in verse 47, all of the people were astonished at his understanding and answers. Now, they were not astonished at, by his abilities 
or by his leadership qualities, or even by how influential he may have spoke, but it was by what he knew, identifying him as likely the smartest and wisest in the room, and yet he still held his place as a young boy and respected those in authority. And number three, Jesus is focused on completing God's will for him. Now, when Joseph and Mary found Jesus, Mary let him know right away about how anxious they had been in finding him. Now, they were likely very nervous about the possibility of losing him. You know, can you imagine being given the responsibility to care for the Son of God and you accidentally lost him? I I can imagine their stress, you know, maybe even thinking, man, I hope we find him before God checks in with us, you know, to find out what we've done with Jesus. But look how Jesus responds to them in verse 49. Jesus said to them, why did you seek me? Did you not know that I must be about my father's business? And Jesus' whole focus was on the task that God had given him to complete. And we don't know what the regular conversations in the home were like with Christ, but we do see here that his earthly parents do not seem to understand him. Now, Jesus is keeping the most important thing the most important. He has been given a task to do. And he's going to spend what time he has here on earth working to complete it. Now, I don't know about you, but this is a great inspiration for me today. Do you get distracted? Because I so often get distracted. And sometimes it takes a good long while before I even get back on track and continue to work on the tasks that I know God has set for me. And here we see through the life of Jesus that nothing stopped him from completing what was most important, not even his age. Just because you are young does not limit you from completing what God has given you to do. Now, we have hindrances in our lives all of the time. In fact, many of us, myself included, are chief justifiers to put something off for tomorrow that could have been done today. That is definitely something to work on. So what is our takeaway here? Well, here are three things that we can put into practice starting right now. Number one, we can work today on our humility, meaning that we are gracious with others. We don't always have to be in charge. We can let others shine around us. I have a friend who struggles with this, and one good piece of advice is to be the one that asks about others first before they ask you. In conversation, be ready to ask them about their lives and what is important to them. Don't just talk all about yourself and walk away from the conversation. Putting others first will help you with learning how to be more humble. Number two, be respectful to others. Humility and respect are very close to each other. Humility may be shown as being still, being quiet, and waiting But respect can be shown by genuinely listening and caring about what is being said. And then number three, focus on whatever God has given you to accomplish instead of putting it off. Sometimes I find myself doing good things, even important things, but they aren't the most important that I am supposed to be doing at that time. And again, some of this could be from being distracted And some of it may be that I would rather do something else. 
The problem is that I have to put what God tells me is most important first, even if I don't feel like doing it. Now, this is a struggle for most of us, and I completely understand because it's a struggle for me. And I'll be praying for you as you face these challenges today. Now, let me go to prayer for you. Lord, Heavenly Father, I pray for the listeners today that you would help them, that you would encourage them. Lord, I pray that you would help them with encouragement as they are putting forward the application here today. I pray, Lord, that they would be thoughtful and full of humility, Lord. I pray, Lord, that they would put others before themselves. I pray that they would be respectful to others. And I pray, Lord, that they, instead of putting off things to do another day, that they would work on accomplishing what is right before them, the things that you have given us as the things that are most important. Help us, Lord, to make the right thing and the most important thing the most important thing for us to do. I pray, Lord, that you would give us wisdom as we face the struggle of today. Help us to be a light to shine to those around us, Lord, and we thank you for the opportunity to love you and to encourage others and to be encouraged by you in your word. In your name, I pray these things. Amen. Now, let me ask you, do you enjoy reading the Bible, or are there things maybe in the Bible that you don't understand? Well, you're in good company either way. I am always learning new things from the Scripture, and I enjoy reading the Bible. Now, if you live in or around the Campbell area of California and would enjoy reading Scripture with others, I invite you to come out to Campbell Bible Church. Every other Wednesday, they meet at 7 p.m. and simply read the Bible together. It's a good time of discussion and building your understanding of the Bible. I'll put a link in the show notes to their webpage for anyone interested to see when the next one is. Well, check out our next episode, episode 5, where we will be discussing Jesus in the wilderness. Now, what does the wilderness look like, and is it the same for everyone? Well, thank you for listening to Moments in Truth with G.T. Stikes. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to today's podcast. Now, we would love for more people to hear the truth of God's Word, and you can help us reach more people by sharing, following, and subscribing to this podcast. Please be sure to check today's show notes for links to any additional resources, encouragements, and how you can help with this ministry.